Hey darn good yarners, it's Nicole Snow. If you're like me, I love to finish off the day with a celebratory glass of wine. But as I've gotten older, I found that I don't recover the same way I used to. I was telling my friend about this and she turned me on to Dry Farm Wines a couple months ago. They test all of their wines for three main components that can actually make wine unhealthy. I had no idea that high sugar, alcohol, and sulfur levels were making me feel like crap and the commercially available wines I used to indulge on were actually pretty unhealthy. So Dry Farm Wines has been a total game changer for me. It's a great club where you can try different wines from all around the world, most of which I can't even pronounce, and they're tested for your health, which is even better. I joined forces with Dry Farm Wines, and if you sign up today, you can get a bottle for a penny when you join their half case or full case club. Just use the URL dryfarmwines.com slash darn good yarn. Episode number two, everyone. We get claps from the peanut gallery. Yes. Wine guy. Nicole has done something more than once. <laughs> you know when you start a blog and you're like, this is my first and awesome post, and then you never revisit the blog again to post anything else on it. So Nicole's second episode of Wine Down Wednesday here at Darn Good Yarn. I'm so happy you're here to join us. Um, we have Kelsey with us from Cold Mountain Crochet. Um, and we'll help put handles up and everything like that after the show. Um, and I'm realizing here too, just to make this, um, oh, and I have to shout out to uh, Nancy Markle, who's our home girl, our biggest Darn Good Yarn uh, fan girl. We love her so much. She's on uh, right now. Oh, hi, Nancy. How's it going? Um, Nancy is like our best Darn Good Yarn supporter of all time. But um, I have to point out something funny before we dive in here. So this show is all about unpacking what makes women really awesome. And um, we're starting with the designers here that really make Darn Good Yarn amazing. So if you've ever been on the Darn Good Yarn website, we're fueled by the patterns that our designers make. So I'm here to interview them to see how they make their lives work. You know, running their houses, if they're moms or their wives, how they keep like their house running and then also keep their creative juices flowing. And then if they have like a side business or it being their whole business, how they keep all those things juggling. Um, because for me, when I had my daughter, Anna, uh, two years ago, I realized that, holy smokes, um, it's, it's a lot of work. So I want to really see what other women are doing to take care of themselves, take care of their businesses, take care of their families. And I have to just joke before we kick it off here. Um, we try to have like a nice, cool, poshy set. And then I, you can see my daughter's... <laughs> all of her uh, toys behind me here. So this is a very working office that we have going on here and his Minnie Mouse, um, her Minnie Mouse strollers behind us. So Kelsey, this is not about me though anymore. This is all about <laughs> you. Um, tell me about yourself. Tell me about Cold Mountain Crochet, like where it started from. Um, yeah. So Cold Mountain Crochet started, well, the business itself started two years ago now, but I started, taught myself crochet via YouTube. Um, probably about six years ago now and I really wanted to make my own beanies because I'm an avid snowboarder spend a lot of time in the mountains and they can be pretty expensive just buying like brand beanies and they get soaking wet and they just deteriorate so yeah it started with wanting to make my own beanies and then kind of evolved from there I'd find patterns to make things and I never really found patterns that I personally really liked or worked well for me so I just started designing my own and what, what makes a good pattern for you um well fit for one is huge especially with hats and 
it can be really difficult. I'd make it and it's either too slouchy or too tight and I didn't want to constantly be altering someone else's pattern to make it fit and work for me. So I just designed my own. That way I wasn't kind of discrediting someone else's work. Um, but really fit is number one for me. Cool. What about color use? Like, do you, what, what, how did that play into like what you like to do? What was that? Color work. Like, you know, like, do you, do you gravitate towards any sort of colors or the way things? Um, very natural colors come. I've started to really like adding more and more colors into my work and just my personal life. I've always just done neutrals, but especially from these darker gray days here in Washington, especially having a pop of colors, it's very uplifting, but I use a lot of recycled stuff. And so it is still natural, even though it is a pop of color, it's a very organic muted tone. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. We have, um, we have some herbal dyed, um, like uh, sets of yarn that we have made out of recycled silk. And I remember when we were first doing the um, the original picking out of like, you know, what's going to go in what pack. And it's like, you can get what kind of colors with marigolds or like, yeah. or rose petals. And it was just, it was, I, it really opened my eyes because I didn't have experience in using too many natural dyes. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't come from a fiber art background. I was in the military. And so everything I feel like I've entered into kind of like clunky <laughs> and, um, and not really like the trodden path. So I was, I was really always impressed with that. So I can understand like, you know, wanting to extract like kind of the nature of beauty, the, the, mm -hmm. the beauty of nature and have that be right uh, in front of you with what you're working with. Um, so like, tell me a little bit more like your business. Like, so you're, you're, you're doing some design work with us, obviously. Mm -hmm. And actually, um, just so everyone knows, um, if you want to win, we're going to try doing a little, oh, you have it right here. Very nice. Fuzzy on it. Yeah, I like it. It's really bold brand. Um, if you want to win a beach day bag designed by Kelsey, um, here's what you have to do. You go onto Facebook. We have our live feed going on right now. And even if you're watching this after the show, um, after the live um, is done uh, recording, just type in a comment and say, where is your favorite beach destination? And uh, we'll choose a winner. Um, and that's, that's it. That's all you have to do to enter the contest. So Kelsey was showing off the awesome pattern that she made for us. Yes. Hemp, our colored hemp. It's great. It's pretty, um, for being like very slim, it's actually got quite a bit of, I don't know if you can tell, quite a bit of room inside. So for me, that's important. Shove some sunscreen, a couple extra diapers in there, a snack. I love it. Do you have Whatever. any? So yes, I have one, Miss Aspen. She's napping right now, graciously. Uh, she is 19 months. Oh, so we have kids almost the same age. Yeah. So you got lucky. How did you get your husband in on the, on the, uh, Aspen is a wonderful name. Uh, not that I don't love Anna's name, but I was like, let's name her Somay or Summit, right? And he uh -huh. was like, no. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> Aspen is an awesome name. So what's funny is I actually wasn't on board for Aspen. Really? Yeah, I really, I really wanted Ember was what okay. I wanted, um, and we really just, I kind of in the back of my head knew that it was probably going to be Aspen, but I kept fighting for Ember, and then yeah, she was born, and they were like filling out their birth certificate, and they're like, what's your name? And I was like, it's Aspen. Her name's Aspen. It's been Aspen this whole time. I just fought it. <laughs> but yeah, I love it. It's a, it's a be beautiful name. 19 Thank months. You. 
It's crazy. Yeah. Is she staying home with you most of the day? She's, yep, she's home with me. So dad works out of town uh, with wildfires. So he's gone two weeks at a time. So it's just oh. us. Uh, we're lucky enough to live with grandma because that is a huge help with dad always being gone. Yeah. And yeah, she's she's a great kid. So that works for me most of the time. <laughs> and we just kind of make it work. That's great. So so tell me a little bit about like your business and how you're managing all of that because like 19 months, mine is 23 months. So she's just on the brink of turning two. Mm-hmm. Um, these little these little suckers have a lot of energy though. Like you. you're the best kids ever. Um, so you're managing your business. Tell me a little bit about your business and how like what are some of the tips and tricks that you use to manage everything? Um I'm still figuring it out. Uh, the hardest thing for me is to not always be crocheting when she is wanting to play because then it's just kind of like she's wandering around the house by herself and I'm just, you know, sitting outside crocheting. So I try to really do it whenever I'm not with her. So if I'm working at an event or at one of my farmer's markets, I usually leave her behind with someone to watch. And during those times while I'm working an event, I'm working too and constantly crocheting. So that way when I come home, I'm not also constantly crocheting and I can actually be a mom. So it's really just absorbing all of that time when she's sleeping or she's away and putting my business into those moments. That way when I am with her, I can focus on her. However, that's similar to how I do business too. Yeah, laundry, you know, this looks nice behind me and that's for a reason. You don't want to see what's on the other side of this. When uh, when Anna was younger, my my Mike, my husband, he worked away quite a bit, and like you just go, <laughs> you just learn to like. It's amazing your um, be- before kids and after kids. Like I used to have a pretty clean house, and now it's like, all right, clothes everywhere, and like, yeah, does it really degrade? Because I I find like what you're saying is, um, I think it's similar. Like what what happened to me is your priorities, that priority shift, and allowing that priority shift to happen where. You're saying, you know what, my daughter being mom, like taking that time and sitting with sitting with Aspen, right? And hanging out with her and being mom is like super important. And then there's a time and place for um, business, right? And then you like go gung-ho into that because I get you. Like I come, I come into work and I'm like, okay, I have I have six hours. And like then then I turn it and I always tell people I turn into a pumpkin. Like at four o'clock, I need to be out the door because I need to be back for the babysitter. Like it's amazing, I think, the amount of work that you can get done in, like, this much time, and then, um, and then, like, everything else is, like, not as big of a priority as you used to think, like, all right, the towels are unfolded, I could just, you know, you kind of go back to those college standards, you know, but yeah, they're not folded, exactly, Mm -hmm. exactly, um, tell me, um, so you're going to farmer's markets, right, yeah, and where else are you selling, like, how else are you trying to grow your business? So I do farmer's markets. I do all sorts of holiday and Christmas events and the small business Saturday events. Um, And really it's exploring outside of my city really helps me personally a lot. And other than that, I do stuff via Instagram. I have an Etsy shop. I work with you guys and um, that's really about it. I partner up with other makers to do giveaways too, to kind of expand it because a lot of them live in other states, so that gets attention to the business. I actually have a giveaway coming up soon. And tell us, about it. tell us all about it. 
Uh, well, there's not too much to tell right now. It's still in the works, but it will be the first week of October. Um, but it's it's similar to one I've done in the past with some other makers, so it will be a good one. And then there's the local fair, the Western Washington State Fair. It used to be called the Puyallup Fair, um, but it's a huge, huge, huge fair. And I sell my stuff down there too. So people from out of country will fly to see this. Fair. Oh, wow. It's a really great way for me to also get the business out there. So I have a little display set up there and yeah, people can walk by and see it all. So how do you, um, you, you kind of bring up two points for me. Um, the first is, so you're doing a giveaway in two weeks, right? And um, I've seen people like, you know, just coaching them in business or whatever. They kind of get like, paralysis like oh I have to do all of this planning and make sure the execution is per like perfect but you're saying okay I'm gonna do I'm gonna work with essentially another company or another couple of companies in two weeks and we kind of sort of know what we're doing but not really and you're just gonna go for it and I think in the past like that um, necessarily like like old school MBA thinking is like how can you do that and you're like like this is what we just have to do like just go for it and like mm -hmm. see what happens I think that's a testament to the kind of new new entrepreneur that that is needed to thrive in our um, in just our online environment, don't you think? Just just going for it. Yeah, I actually that's kind of how I live with most of my life is just going for it and winging it. And that's why Byron and I work so well together because he's more of a planner and it can sometimes drive him crazy. I'm like, nope, we're just gonna go and see what happens, and it'll work as we you know we'll learn as we go and. He's like, okay, <laughs> but it, it works for me. Yeah, it's funny. My husband, Mike, he just started working. Um, he just started working here full time two months ago, which is, um, it's cool. Like we're sort of like the yarn, Chip and Joanna Gaines, although way not as cool. Like they, they definitely have it going on. So, but we try to make like parallels between that. But my husband comes from an engineering background um, and he like we were you know you having dinner together and like oh what don't you like about the business since you started working here he doesn't realize he's being slightly interviewed and he's like um i just don't know how you do so much with so little people all the time and like i don't know if all of your planning always gets done the best way can he's trying to pretty much be slightly say like okay you guys need to like stop and plan i'm like we don't have time to stop and plan yeah no really <laughs> um Oh well, yeah, and as and long I, as you have a strong team too, like you guys all seem to work well and get along, so that's obviously really important. Yeah, teamwork is is all about it. So t tell me a little bit. I think this would be really interesting to some of our makers who are watching us right now, um, and probably even the people who like to purchase stuff for like the holidays. How do you figure out like because you have awesome products? How do you figure out what farmers markets and what events you're actually going to participate in? Like, what's your sort of criteria to do that so that I do get that asked that question a lot and it's really just kind of what we we're talking about before just doing it and figuring out how it goes and if it works well great you do it next year if it doesn't work well well you know that kind of is a bummer but you it's still as long as you're interacting with people it's not a total loss but really what I do is I just look for events that have a lot of people. And for me, my winter times are more successful. Holidays are more successful because people want to buy cold, cold weather items. Obviously in the colder months, they want to buy gifts. And then since my stuff can be a little bit more spendy with the materials that I use, 
I need to also find areas that are willing to spend money on quality handmade products because there's not not every city or every town will have that group of people and so I have worked events before where it's like everyone walking by it's like oh your stuff's too expensive sorry bye so it's really you got to find your people who know that your work is worth it and that they want to support you and they want to have your items I think yeah it's a lot of it is a lot of trial and error it's a lot of research and it's just there's been, like I've said, there's been events where it doesn't work out so great, but as long as you're still communicating with the customers, like at least get something out of it and still have a good time. Yeah. I, uh, I find like, you know, sometimes you do those press fairs and you're like, well, that was a dud. And another, yeah. this is like magical. And so you mm-hmm. wonder, even from the consumer side, what is the, um, what is the best way to sort of decipher between the uh, two? Um, so I actually have a question from you um, for, from someone. And also, before I ask you the question, I just want to remind everyone, make sure you post in our, um, on our Facebook live feed, like on where that video is, um, post where your favorite beach destination is. And if we pick you, um, we're going to pick someone now um, during our live session. And then during the next week, if you watch it after our live session, we'll pick another name then. Um, you'll get to, you'll win a beach day, a beach day bag by Kelsey. And there she has it again. See, I've been drinking wine. <laughs> it shouldn't even go in my head. My problem is I don't, and this is what happened last week too. I didn't really drink, eat a full lunch. And so I have a half glass of wine. I'm like, I'm a little tipsy. So I think uh, <laughs> editor's notes, I have to make sure I shove a Snickers bar in my mouth or something before we do these. So I don't get t- too tipsy on screen or it's going to turn into real housewives of darn good yarn. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, only noon here, so I made sure I ate a solid breakfast, but I don't have anywhere to go until four o'clock today. So. That's pretty good. Yeah, actually, I, I've been getting um, I've been getting some wines from um, this place that I love called Dry Farm Wines. They're um, a club that my friend told me about, and they have like lower alcohol, low sulfur, and low um, and low sugar. And they that's been like awesome. So I don't really get like the hangover or anything weird anymore because when you hit the ripe age of thirty six, you get these things called two-day hangovers now, and uh, I don't have time for that. So if you guys want a link to like check out the website, um, we'll put it in the notes here. But um, I have a couple more questions for you. We have probably like 10 minutes here. Mm-hmm. Um, what's one thing that people are often surprised? Oh, wait, no. Before I ask you that question, I'm sorry. What, um, this is the question for you. What do you sell? What do you see sells the best out of the stuff you make or just at craft shows in general? <clears throat> me personally um it's always been my beanies okay uh there's always beanies lovers out there and then I actually I have my fingerless gloves that I release during the winter months so I have those out now and they just they go like crazy um but yeah really the biggest thing is you need to have quality work so I hate to say it, but I have seen a lot of crochet out there that's not really good quality, and then it's being sold, and it doesn't last someone very long. And so I have people who come to my booth, and they say, wow, I really admire your work because it's actual, you know, it's very quality. You can tell that this has been made with effort and care, and that it's going to last me a long time. So quality work, and then something that truly comes from the heart and something that's original. So that's what I like about my stuff being all from recycled materials because it represents me and myself as a person and how I live my life. And then also sets me apart from other makers and creatives too. 
I love it. Yeah. Ethos is so similar to like what we do here. It's mm -hmm. we have, you know, the whole idea of starting at love and then mm -hmm. everything that you create and the way we supply and source, you know, as long as you're at the center core of that whole flower or whatever it is, it's like you think about it in terms of love and being a human being, like stuff that your mama brought you up on, right? If you mm -hmm. make that part of your ethos, it's like that's, it's such a beautiful way to have your personal values be reflected in your business. And I think like, especially as women, like we just have an amazing power to have that come out in a beautiful way um, through our businesses. Like I remember when I started Darn Yarn and when it started to take off a little bit more and I didn't have time to necessarily knit, um, my creative, my creativity had to be streamed through the business itself. And I was like, okay, this is just a whole new, this is just a different medium. So again, like this, what you're talking about, you're applying like high quality, you're applying, putting things together with love and really thinking about how the customer is going to use this and either give it or cherish it for themselves. Like you can do that even in a business ecosystem as well. And I think that, I think that's just so cool. Um, yeah, quality, when I make something and I sell my work, quality is at the top of it. So when I first started selling, I wanted quality to be obvious. I wanted it to be known. Like you could pick something up and you'd be like, wow, this is really well made. And then with that functionability, I want it to also be entirely functional, comfortable, and then obviously fashionable, trendy, we do want it to look good. So those are definitely my top three things that people would want, need, and I personally want my work to reflect. I love that. We have about seven minutes here left. Um, so Carrie, if we have any, Carrie sitting right on the other side of the camera, if we have any other questions or people want to ask questions, now's your time. And we'll try to hit, get those in before the end here uh, while we wrap up. But what's, um, what's one thing that people are often surprised to learn about you? Um, I guess that I'm a mom. When I work events and whatnot, and I don't have Aspen there, and I'm talking about myself and my life, they're like, oh, wow, you have a child. And I think a lot of it's just because I might look young. I'm 25, so I am young, um, <laughs> but I'm also very petite, so people are hard to believe that I've had a child. And then I also think that they're very surprised to find out that I live, like I garden and I grow a lot of my own food and I have chickens. I think they're very surprised to hear all of that too. So. <laughs> How many chickens do you have? Uh, we have 12 right now. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. Are they a lot of work? Uh, not really. Um, they're not really a lot of work at all. We've got some rearranging we need to do between my garden and them and switch things around so they can have some fresh green grass for the rest of winter. Um, but besides that, I mean, it's, it's way less work than any other pet and they aren't pets to us. They're our chickens and we eat their eggs and they make us compost and yeah. That's amazing. I give you so much credit. Like that's that's awesome. Um, okay, I have I do have a question from the audience. It's like a, being on a uh, I don't know like Ricky Lake. Maybe I'll be the Ricky Lake of yarn. Who knows? I'm talking to everyone behind the screen here. Um, how do you, if someone wants to know how do you price your pieces? Well, you take the cost into consideration, obviously, and after that, the time that it makes you to work, whatever you want to pay yourself personally hourly, and then you also, like for me, I have other things to take into consideration, like gas for driving to markets, my display, the cost it takes to be at an event, like these are things that you should personally 
be eating up yourself. And some people think like, oh, that's part of running a business. Like, no, I just have to fork it up. And to me, it's no, like, that's not like I'm having a business so that I can make an income. It's, this isn't just a hobby for me. It's mm -hmm. a, it's a passion for me. And it is, I wouldn't say it's work, but it is my source of income. So don't just think cost and labor. You have to think of everything else that you personally are spending money on. And sometimes I will also add just a little extra bonus on top of that for myself personally. So I can make sure that I am making an adequate profit so that I can help, you know, with being a stay at home mom, I can also be making a source of income too. Yeah, that's awesome. A little extra bump. Um, you know, the old school thought where like you take your cost and then you can do a multiplier to it. Mm -hmm. We've been able to actually drive more growth in our business to be able to help more people um, because we had just a slight little bump up, right? And like mm -hmm. just that little extra like breathing room, you're like, okay, so now I can go do maybe two shows where I can only do one show yeah. because, I, because I, have act, I have an extra 50 bucks in my account or whatever that mm -hmm. looks like. Or you can get that fancy sign with your business name on it or things yeah. that are going to help you as business. Exactly. Yeah. You have a great, you have a great business head on your shoulders. It's really, it's really refreshing to hear. Um, but sometimes people don't value their time appropriately. They don't put the right price tag on it and they're afraid to put the final price on what they made. And, yeah. um, and what usually happens is they undervalue their work and then they don't stay in business. And that's mm -hmm. not, that's not the idea here. It's the idea exactly. to grow. No, to it grow definitely, it can be scary. I will say that. Like when exactly. I transitioned my business from just regular Joann's store-bought materials to quality recycled, 100% like pure materials, because of the increase in costs, there's quite an increase in the prices. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is really scary. No one's going to buy it. Like it's too expensive. And I just kept reminding myself, like, this is important to me. This reflects myself as a person. And there's going to be other people who appreciate that and they're going to value it as well. So it's not for everyone, but it's for my people, people who can relate to that. Yeah, that's awesome. So two more we're gonna do rapid fire questions. Okay. Um, do we have any other questions? Okay. Um, and again, last chance if you want to um, answer in our Facebook feed, um, answer um, what's your favorite beach destination? You can win a beach day bag designed by Kelsey, which would be awesome. Um, but okay. I no, love the smell of this stuff too, by the way. Like oh. you can smell the raw, fresh, like it is, it's raw, it's true hemp. So the funny, the, okay, so my, okay, I have to, I have to be faster than this. We're going to meet our time requirements. Okay. So I can't tell you how often hemp has gotten stopped in customs. And I think it's because of that rustic smell or they yeah. smell or one of the two or a combination of both. Like it does, it has a great, like that rustic smell, but I think they're probably thinking we're like smuggling in God knows what, but yeah, yeah we get it here. Don't worry about that. <laughs> we have great, we have great broker relations with, you know, the major carriers. So, okay, if I had, if what's one book that I should be reading right now? A book? Wow. Um, I don't really read books too often. I a would probably... Podcast or something I should be listening to? So, I listen to a gardening podcast. It's okay. called Seattle Urban Farm Co. And Seattle's close to me, so it relates to me. Um, but they just kind of go over all the seasonal things, so it's great for me. I'll listen to it. And it kind of gives me a refresher for what I need to do in the coming weeks to prepare for like fall gardening. 
Because I'll cool. listen to that while I'm crocheting, so then I can kind of stay on top of both hobbies and jobs at the same time. Such a multitasker. <laughs> yes, always multitasking. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's going to be the theme of this show because talking to Daniela last week, it was like she's like nursing her kid and then doing her thing. And it's like there's always so much going on. And I, I you know, I feel the same pull too. Mm -hmm. um, okay, but we but love it. We love doing we that. Feel, I, feel, I feel more invigorated now than I ever have. Mm -hmm. I'm more tired, but I, I'm definitely. Yes. Um, okay, so my last question, we'll wrap it up here. What's the best piece of advice anyone has ever given you? I, you know, honestly, it's just stay true to yourself because that, as corny and cheesy and as tale as old time as that is, it relates to yourself and how you're going to live, how you're going to raise your children, how you're going to rep yourself as a business, and it just it's something that will carry you on throughout all aspects of life. I love that. Just, you know, be, be who you are yeah. and don't try and be influenced from other people and think, Oh, I should be doing this. Cause they're like, if it doesn't fit with you, just do, do you. That's, that's a great way. That's a great way to end this. Is there anything else? Oh, we have a winner from last week. We have a winner from this week. Okay. So we'll announce our winners. That's a great way to end it, though. I love that. I'm hoping yeah, we're simple. into the, the notes and everything. Um, so last week's winner, um, who wasn't during the live session, so again, we're announcing two winners, one during our live session, and then one um, who maybe listened to this um, podcast or show in syndication. Um, you can actually, we're doing this as a podcast as well, in case video is just not available to you. Like for me, if I'm nursing, I'll just plug a earbud in and, and do my thing. So uh, last week's winner was Jen Rollins, so congratulations. And then for our, last, our live session today, um, congratulations to Teresa Howard. Yeah, send us a, uh, a DM and um, we'll get all of your information and uh, take it from there. All yeah, right. Teresa. Yay. Thank you so much. Um, this is great. Is there anything else you want to add to anyone or we'll, we'll put all of your handles in our notes here? Yeah, that, I mean, I think we pretty much covered it all. If anyone else has questions or anything they want to even just chat about, I'm always here. I'm open for communication. And let us know when you do that giveaway and we'll promote it on our feed. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye.